0: What's going on, everybody? This is The Inconvenient Truth with... Sharif. And Early. We're excited to be with you. Um, So much going on in the world. Uh, So much going on with um, not just COVID, but even um, in communities and and, and, uh, with injustice. I mean, there's so much in the world today, so much in the news. Uh, We come uh, with this particular podcast just to not only just be a source of positivity, inspiration, and motivation but also a place of clarity. So uh, today we're going to be talking about damage control, how to assess what's going on since you've hit this quote-unquote bump of a of a pandemic or a quarantine, if you, however you want to call it, how to assess what's happened to you, acknowledge that you've hit this bump, and then kind of uh, figure out some points on what you need to do to get things back on track if you need them to.
1: Well yeah, it seems like everybody's concerned with what the new normal will be. Will it be just like it was before? What will be different, if anything, and of course some things will have to be different. But I think more importantly than figuring out what the new normal is going to be from the outside, we need to figure out a new normal inside. So, in coming up with this podcast and this idea I think that it's important for us not so much to focus on, not us as early and myself, but just us as a people, as humanity to focus on not just what the new normal is going to look like from things that we can't control but what will the new normal look like with all of the things that we have the privilege or the opportunity to control within ourselves, within our own lives within our own realm, realm of
0: control You know, it's funny, I just uh, recently finished the uh, fine season finale or the series finale for the documentary The Last Dance obviously outlining the last year of, of of the 97 98 Chicago Bulls team and going into Utah that last game of the last series of the year um they Utah had clawed back and made it a 3-2 uh series and one of the reporters just casually, and and there's so many gems I caught from uh, this iconic documentary beyond just the, the normal Michael Jordan stuff that we all know. But uh, coming in, one of the um, one of the media asked uh, MJ. So he asked him something about his shots, how he was missing shots or anything like that. He was like, "Hey, the game hadn't even started. I can't I can't worry about a shot. I haven't taken it yet." And I think that um, when you look at how we should approach. Life, And I like that term you said, new normal, Sharice, because we are worried about something we haven't even had the explanation for yet. We haven't even gotten the vision or the understanding for yet. And to me, that's equivalent to the, the concept between faith and fear. They both exert the exact same amount of energy. Hear that again. Faith and fear exert the exact same amount of energy. The problem is we we're just more proficient in the language and the behavior that that denotes to fear because we don't know what faith really looks like. Well,
1: and fear is the easiest way to go. Fear is cop is a cop out. Fear is something that we feel, but once we feel it, we get to de- we get to decide what we do with it. But just to say I'm afraid and I'm just so afraid or I just don't know what's going what's happening that's a cop out because of course you can't control everything that's going to happen, but there are so many things in this that we could control or that we could even, um, utilize to even, if I can say, um, cause us to have more faith as opposed to having more fear, things that we could lean towards that would provoke, that would provoke faith as opposed to fear that to just say, I'm afraid, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. That's a cop-out because it takes all of the responsibility from us for our own lives and puts it in the hands of people that don't even know us, a government or whatever that doesn't even really have as much concern for us as we think they do.
0: Exactly, that's real good. And and, and along the lines of damage control, a few months ago we're driving and, you know, shout out to the VDOT, Virginia Department of Transportation. Uh, I think they are doing a little bit better with the potholes in the area. Philly had tremendous potholes. They're legendary for their potholes, but down here in Virginia, they do have some craters in the street too. Um, And we were just driving down the street casually, and it's amazing how one pothole, strategically placed, can interrupt the momentum of your day. Right. So we were just coming along, and and I remember it vividly because the conversation was light. We were having fun. We had just left a store, uh, caught a great sale on our way to grab something to eat, and boom! Hit a moon crater, a Space Jam crater, in the middle of the street, and immediately uh, the ABS light sensor went off in the car. And you know how it is, folks. When you hit a pothole, the right pothole, that thing will make you cut your music off. It'll stop you from talking. You'll pull over. And if you're like me, you're not a mechanic, but you'll you'll be stupid enough to get out of your car, to walk around and to look under there like you know what you're looking for. First of all but you try to assess some damage and then the sad part about the crater or that pothole is that after the immediately after hitting it now you're super you're hypersensitive yep to to holes in the street you're looking at everything and you're listening for for knocks you're listening for um Bumps, pings, any kind of shimmy, shakes, rattle—you're trying to find out: was that there before, or did this happen after the the pothole? All right. So, you know, while we were talking about getting ready for this podcast, I thought it'd be fun to, uh, and, and enlightening, to look at how to assess, you know, damage control. What do you do when you hit a pothole, A.K.A. quarantine, losing your job, uh, lower hours? having to go on furlough, having to go get unemployment, whatever you're going through right now, you hit a pothole. Right. You hit something that was unexpected. Nobody planned for COVID-19. <laughs> um, it was just one day we were waiting for, you know, an NBA game that we had just come out of um, the All-Star weekend, we were waiting for a game to come mm-hmm. on. And then find out, oh, you know, the NBA suspended um, play just for the next couple of days till they figure it out. And then, pow, five NBA players pop up with covid so now the season is gone. Yep. Baseball is gone. The norms that, that we have are gone. How have you been navigating some of... Talk about some of the norms that you... Some of your routines that you were you're always looking forward to and how you've had to alter life to address those things not being present.
1: Well, you know, I like outdoors. So it was been really difficult not being able to kind of go out when I need to go out and just get some fresh air or just get a change of scenery. When I say go out, I don't mean go out on the porch and sit down or go walk around the neighborhood. I like to go to the mall and walk around, go to a store and just kind of walk around or just go out and interact with people. Um, And so not being able to do that, it has been difficult, but I have just had to focus or channel that energy onto other things that I need to get done. And as opposed to being just frazzled 24 seven, maybe only being frazzled seven out of the 24. No, as opposed to being so frazzled about it, just kind of redirecting the energy and channel, channel, channeling it into something that I can do to not necessarily better myself, but some of it, yeah, self-empowerment. Some of it is just catching up on movies that I, you know, that I, or series that I wanted to catch up on. Some of it is writing things that I wanted to write. Um, during this season, since we're online, I started a new community group, so, Kind of preparing for that and thinking about that like there are just different ways that i've channeled that energy i've even joined some other people's cg and been a part of their community um groups that i'm not even regularly a part of but just because it just gives you the chance to interact and strengthen some skills and also just be more um communicable during this time of silence and shutdown
0: i, I think um you you mentioned anxiety so um, I, I heard this really cool uh, concept about anxiety. It said that angst and anxiety was just displaced energy. Angst and anxiety is just displaced energy. So the, the cure for your anxiety is not rest. It's not necessarily, oh, I just need to get away and, and isolate myself. It's literally moving that energy into something intentionally that, you know, can be focused and can be beneficial to you. So now is the time to, to, to develop a craft. Now is the time to enroll in full, full-time, full enroll in YouTube University. Right. Uh, anything that you have been wanting to know, needing to know, uh, we are we are the most well-educated, um, information-accessible generation that has ever been on Earth. Right. There's never been a people that have been more technologically advanced and have access to more information than we do right now in May, whatever it is, 2020. The problem is we don't You and you've got Google, you're probably listening to this, this podcast on your smartphone. The smart, they used less technology to put a man on the moon than what we carry around in our pockets every day. Right, so there is yeah, a that's true. there there is a a, a there is a, a, a access that we have that we don't always use. So now's the time. YouTube University. Um, there are many institutions out there that I've been getting emails from that said, "Hey, you know what? Pay us what you can and take a master class with us." That means, okay, I got seven dollars. Pay that, and we'll you you'll have your choice to take any class that is usually five six hundred dollars so we're literally without excuse there are people right now who are putting together the you, you know how iconic the off the wall album was for michael mm-hmm. michael jackson or uh, um uh 1999 with um prince, prince. um uh, a house is not a home with Luther. i mean there are iconic albums that have come out um uh, you know just in different times yeah. There's somebody right now in a home studio putting together a life altering a musical experience for our generation.
1: Yeah, because for them, maybe they, they love music and that's their passion and that's exactly what they want to do. But right now they're in the midst of a nine to five or whatever the hours are working at a different job. And so with being on furlough, as opposed to sitting around just being anxious or being um, nervous or being fearful they've decided to take that energy and channel it into what they really want to do so that when this is over they can go they'll be ready to produce their album they'll be ready to move forward in what they're passionate about there are people who are who have been in jail in jail, when in jail, you got some liberties apparently, but they don't have the liberties that we have in our in our homes. Right. And they've been in jail and come out of jail. Some of these artists and have a whole album ready to go mm-hmm. because they took that time where they were in there and began to write, begin to to, to in their mind produce because they didn't have all the equipment, but they had the beats in their mind and the way they wanted things to go, and they could communicate with the people that could put that together, and so that's what. You said, I think you said Chance the Rapper did that one time. Is that how he did his...
0: Well, he, he had actually got um, kicked out of school. They gave him yeah. a 10-day suspension for something, um, you know, that he did. And at the time, as opposed to telling his parents about it, he actually got up and went to the public library in Chicago. And apparently, the public libraries in Chicago are the bomb because they have music equipment there. Mm-hmm. And he went in, in there and recorded his... Um, first mixtape which was called 10 days and people you know it's, it's because he got a 10-day suspension and he went in there every day eight hours 10 hours a day and just laid this stuff down figured out how to use um the, the equipment that they had there the programs that they had there and um it literally it it, it gave him the opportunity to focus so sometimes as creatives and this is for all the future Picassos, the future Beethovens, the future Bachs, the, the the future artists and, and renaissance people that this generation needs. This is your time. Yep. This is your time. This COVID can be a blessing and a curse if you utilize that time. So we're talking about uh, hitting potholes, you know, damage control, figuring out what's going on. Every pothole has the potential to knock you off alignment. Right. And alignment just means that something's out of joint. When something's out of alignment, it's out of joint. Um, Going back to our story about that crater that we hit out here, um, turns out that that was kind of one of the things that pushed us to really have to address needing a front end alignment. Right. Because once you need that, everything starts wearing out. Tires won't last, um, but a few months at a time because everything's, there's this, this-
1: Everything's all centered.
0: There's this friction.
1: Right. And so, along with that friction, that means that things that are off-center are throwing other things off their their center, and Mm -hmm. it's causing everything to shift. And so, if you don't deal with that alignment that's necessary, the immediate alignment that's necessary, after hitting that pothole, down the line, not even too far down the line, you're going to find yourself having to Kick out having to kick out more money or deal with other issues or other concerns or find yourself dealing with other challenges that could have been satisfied if you had nailed that one challenge down when it first happened.
0: Exactly. And one thing, kind of the first stop after you hit a pothole, you need to do is you need to pull over. Right. There's no need to kind of act like it didn't happen because everybody in the car knew you hit something. You know, um, the worst thing you can do during this pandemic is... Act like nothing's happening. Right. Acknowledging that something happened is not a lack of faith. It doesn't mean that you're a negative person. It means that you are an aware person. Right. You are awake to what's going on in this, in your immediate surroundings. So when you pull over, you got to look for obvious damage. You may not be uh, the the uh, foregone expert on the matter that you're going through. But there should be enough... You, you should have enough information to assess... Visibly, is there something missing? Is there something broken? Do I see something hanging off? Is something leaking? Right. That that, that first thing is you got to pull over. The next thing you got to do is you got to get to a profession. So when we got to, uh, I forget which dealership we went to, but... You know, they go in there and, you know, you're in there and you're trying to explain the noise. And it's so stupid because you're sitting there trying to tell a grown man <laughs> what kind of noise that your car, it went, pl- plank- plank- plank. you know, you're trying to explain a noise to someone. But the cool thing is they're, they are, are well-versed. Yes. And they go, oh, okay. So it sounded like a, you know, and they say a noise yes. back and you go, yeah, that was it. So, you know, you get into a professional's office, now, you don't have to pay got to pay. You're going to pull over. You're going to have to get a professional. You're going to have to pay at some point. A couple
1: point. of involved in here. Yeah, you
0: know, but um, the beautiful thing about it is when, some, when you take what's wrong with you to someone who is better versed in it than you, your anxiety, angst, and fear, and worry is almost squashed because they know they have an answer.
1: Yep, they have an answer because they have experience that you don't have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, why... Keep falling into potholes that others could help you navigate around. They've got experience. They've been doing this. They know the sound. Sometimes before even getting in the car and taking it for a spin, they can turn the engine on and say, "Oh, okay, I know what that is." Lift up your hood. Let me see. Okay, I know exactly what that is. And to the to the common eye, it for real, nothing really looks different. I hear a noise, but everything under the hood looks the same. Mm-hmm. So when you get someone who's been experienced and who's dealt with that, who's navigated that challenge. Then you might have to pay for it, but it's always worth the outcome.
0: Exactly. And, you know, one thing you do once you pay for it, you've been to the professional, you you pulled over, you surveyed, you observed and all that stuff. You've got to arrange your perspective. You've got to hone in your perspective to stay focused simply because. You don't want to keep having to go back and get this thing realigned every other day. <laughs> no, Because you just, I mean, it takes a special kind of idiot to drive down the same block yep. and hit the same pothole every single day. that That's a special kind of crazy. Yeah,
1: that, I mean, <laughs> that's worse than crazy. <laughs> yeah. You need some serious meds. Prozac won't do it. Because if you are going to keep on doing the same thing and somehow know they expect a different outcome, that's the perfect description of insanity.
0: Exactly. And but let's let's pull the lens out. How many times do we go from job to job, crises to crises, relationship to relationship, friendship to friendship and not address the pothole that we keep hitting? it's it's almost like we are we are immune to our own red flags.
1: Yeah, like I even mean, for this covid, this made everything shut down, made us have to stop and be come into the covid-19 or as people say the covid. But this coronavirus is nothing but a pothole. It's made people uh, it's really suggested to people to stop assess what's been going wrong in their lives and also what's been going right and then weed out the stuff that needs to be weeded that you need to get rid of Mm -hmm. find a coach to help you navigate some other things so that when this is over you can be in your car ready to drive straight because you realigned some things that were thrown off
0: exactly so things pulling to the left things pulling to the right more irritable than normal more worried than normal more more frustrated than normal Anything that you you're feeling that's abnormal to your normal to your usual even keel that you know you operate in, that's proof that your alignment is off. Right. It's time to pull over, it's time to seek a professional, yep. it's time to pay whatever needs to be paid, and most importantly, it's time to shift your perspective so that you don't have to keep going through. The stuff you're going through you can win in this COVID you can win in, in in this pandemic you can win in this situation with with all of the odds stacked against you with everything that's up in the air you don't know when the movies are going to open right. when you're going to be able to go to a ball game
1: you don't know but you can you can win and the truth is if you do it right you've already won you just haven't gotten there yet so that's keep it. going
0: that's it And that's a great place for us to um, unplug. Remember, this is The Inconvenient Truth with Sharice and Early. We'll see you at the top.
1: See you at the top.